You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Welcome back to the Ditch the Budget podcast. I am so excited. I, you know, I feel like I'm going to say this every episode that I'm so excited, but I truly am. This stuff fires me up and I geek out on it and I just, I love being able to help women just really truly get empowered with their finances and a lot of times it starts with solving this big piece which is getting out of debt. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to part one, stop this podcast and go listen to part one. It's super important that you understand the foundational pieces around getting out of debt before we get into the strategy. So make sure you go and do that, assuming that you've done that. Here is the strategy portion. So uh, the strategy portion can really be broken into three different main strategies that are very common. You can Google them. Um, You know, I definitely did not create them, but I will tell you my philosophy around them is maybe very different than some other um, professionals in this space. And, and I'll tell you why. So again, my philosophy is always that we should enjoy our money. We don't need to spend every extra dollar on our debt. We don't need to put every extra dollar into savings. Yes, we know intuitively that buying a Starbucks every day is more expensive than making it at home. But I, I just say buy the damn latte. Like as long as we can figure out your cash flow and their cash flow is there for you to do that, then go and do it. Uh, I am not somebody that's going to tell you to stop doing things that bring you joy if your cash flow can allow for it. So that's just really my philosophy around that. So here is um, here are the three main strategies, and I'll t- highlight the one that's most behavioral, most behaviorally compatible with our human nature and our human design. So the first one is called a debt avalanche. This is all, and all of these are named after winter events, like snow events for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. Uh, But the debt avalanche, essentially the notion is you pick your debt and you choose the debt that has the highest interest rate because that is the debt that's costing you the most, right? The one with the highest interest rate is costing you the most in servicing fees. So in that interest rate, it's costing you the most. So you're going to put every extra available dollar towards your debt avalanche, towards the debt that has the highest interest rate. You're going to pay the minimum balance on all other debt and you're going to really tackle the the one with the highest interest rate first. Once that one's knocked out, then we look at the one with the next highest interest rate and so on and so on. The challenge with this approach, and while it is mathematically the correct one you know, the cheap, I guess the, it'll be the cheapest way that you can get out of debt. What do I mean by that? Because we are tackling the debt with the highest interest rate, that means that we are essentially paying the least amount of interest over the life of our debt. Um, So it'll cost you the least amount. 
However, um, if, if you use a debt avalanche strategy, what I find happens the most is it's typically not our debt with the highest balance. And so, or sorry, not the debt, it is the debt with the highest balance. So it may take you many years before you get a first win. So what I mean by a win is you get it paid off, right? So if you have a, a bunch of different debt, let's say you have a credit card with a $500 balance on it and you have a credit card with a $5,000 balance, right? Well, what if the one with the $5,000 balance had the highest interest rate? Using a debt avalanche, you would have to tackle that one first, right? The one with the $5,000 balance. That might take you a couple of years to knock off, depending on how many dollars we have to put towards the debt. Instead of using the one with the lowest balance, which is actually our second strategy, it's called a debt snowball. And a debt snowball is one where you pick the debt with the lowest balance, regardless of the interest rate. We're not even looking at the interest rate of the debt. We are just looking at the balance and we're picking the one with the smallest balance to tackle first. And then once that one is paid off, then you pick the one with the next smallest balance and then you snowball the payments into that um, and you're able to tackle the debt that way. Sometimes that, that strategy is longer because you are essentially paying, you're not, because you're not paying attention to interest rate, you are potentially tackling debt that's costing you not a lot of money. So you're, you're tackling the debt with a lower, potentially a lower interest rate, which is causing your other debt that has a higher interest rate to cost you more money. But here's why I suggest it. And, you know, again, this is general information. You want to speak to a professional around this, but this strategy is the most behaviorally compatible with how we handle money and how we think about money um, is using that debt snowball. Because when you tackle the debt that has the smallest balance, you're able to get a quicker win than if you tackle one with the highest interest rate that might have a very large balance. So if we go back to my example of a $500 credit card and a $5,000 credit card, if we tackle the one that's $500, regardless that it has a lower interest rate, we might be able to knock that off in six months, right? Maybe in two months, maybe in one month. So now you've got a quick win and now you're able to take what you were putting towards that debt and put it towards the one with a $5,000 limit because that's our next debt and so on and so on. We then just snowball the payments. So it's very similar to a health and fitness journey, right? If you're trying to lose weight and you're not gonna lose one pound for two years, how motivated are you to continue on that journey? You're probably gonna get pretty frustrated, right? Here I am, I'm eating this, you know, hopefully you have a sustainable nutrition plan, but let's say it's still, you know, you're limiting maybe your wine and your treats and you're doing it because you have this goal in mind and it's great and you're going to be able to sustain it in the long run, but it is a little bit more work. If you're not going to see any progress on that for two years, the chance of you staying motivated and to stick with it is very slim. Mind you, if you saw that you started losing weight after the first two weeks or after the first month, right, you get that quick win, you kind of get a little bit of a high and you're like, okay, this works, I can keep going. 
then it creates that motivation to stick with it. The same is true, in my opinion, for your debt. You get those quick wins under your belt, you pay off the ones with the smallest balance first, and then you take that payment of what you were paying on that small balance and you snowball it onto the next debt with the smallest balance. And you keep doing that until it's all gone. Um, You get those quick wins, you pick up speed, just like a snowball, right? You pick up momentum, you pick up more dollars as those smaller debts are going away. You pick up more dollars to be able to put towards your larger debt. And it just behaviorally becomes much more um, motivating to to be able to stick with that debt repayment plan. So that's essentially the main two, a debt avalanche, picking the the debt with the highest interest rate and a debt snowball is picking the debt with the lowest balance regardless of interest rate, paying minimum amounts on all other debt and just really picking one of those strategies and throwing all your extra dollars towards that, um, that one until it's done and then we just move on to the next one. The third debt strategy, and this one is actually can be used in a multiple different ways. So this one could be used in conjunction with either a debt avalanche or a debt snowball, or it can be used on its own if you have a very, very tight cash flow, right? So you maybe don't have much more dollars after all the bills are paid and you know the insurance is paid for and the investing happens for your future and things like that. We reach our financial goals. We're spending now in alignment with our financial goals. Maybe there isn't a lot of money left over um, because your cash flow is very tight. In that case, we want to utilize something called a debt snowflake. And it's kind of like how, what it sounds like, right? It's a snowflake. It's just a smaller amount. It's periodic, maybe it's sporadic where you're having extra dollars come into your world. Let's say it's a tax refund you get. Well, you're taking that money and you're giving it a job. You're putting it on your debt and you're picking which debt you're going to choose based on the first two strategies, a debt avalanche or debt snowball. But you're snowflaking that, that money in the sense that it's not every single month. It is periodic. It's when money enters your world that's extra, you're putting it on the debt. So maybe you sold something on Facebook Marketplace, let's say. Um, Let's say you got that tax refund. Let's say you get extra money. You got a, you know, you did some overtime or something like that. It's extra dollars in your world. You're going to put that towards the debt. So again, if you have a tight, a tight cash flow um, where you're not really able to put any extra dollars other than the minimum balances, then then you're gonna wanna utilize that strategy. But you're also gonna wanna utilize the strategy if you do have extra dollars and you're utilizing currently a debt snowball or debt avalanche strategy, and you do get extra money into your world, like a tax refund or you sold something on Marketplace or you work some overtime or just some extra dollars just entered into your world, then what happens is you're gonna wanna put that on your debt. Give that money intention. My whole philosophy really stems around giving every single dollar that comes into your world, comes into your bank account, give it a a job to do, whether it's spend it on a manicure or a latte or put it away for your retirement. It doesn't matter as long as it's in alignment with your financial goals. We're, you know, we're tackling that debt and we are making sure that our retirement and our savings for the future, as well as protecting today with insurance is handled, 
then we're able to really um, have a rocking financial plan. And it's so beautiful to see once it unfolds. Um, but utilizing one of those three strategies. So I want to hear from you. I want you to take a screenshot of this episode, throw it on Instagram in your Instagram stories, tag me, and I want to know what strategy you like the best. That debt avalanche, debt snowball, or debt snowflake. So I hope you all learned a lot this episode and tune in uh, to the next one. We'll talk soon. Bye everyone.